Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin Bezaz Hashem Feedback and Insights, Shear number 104. Um, in some of these recent shiurim, we were going through a book called Inside Marriage by Miriam Castle. And today also we're going to do that. Um, we're going to talk about various important topics today. One of them is what it's called intensity versus intimacy. Uh, people mistake the two together. Intensity could be both ways in the positive sense of what we spoke about in the past when there's infatuation in the early parts of marriages in some instances or that um, pull, the physical desire and emotional pull of, of the infatuation that's hormonal and people mistake that for intimacy. And the other way around also, even when it is not that, but it's rather because there is a issue going on between them and they're dealing with a crisis and they have emotional connections in the way they're relating to something. Um, that also very often is not what intimacy is. It's an emotional charge that's taken pl- taking place there uh, that could be rooted in, in a pain and it seems like it's a deep connection when there's an intensity and they get attached to that uh, but that's not what intimacy is. Um, very often what happens is if you're addicted to intimacy, if you think that in order to be connected to your husband or to your wife, there always has to be an intensity. There always has to be a crisis where you're connecting in a, in, in those um, tense ways. And it becomes like a drama, which sometimes overblows what's actually happening. And, and it's hard to have that even balance. You see, in marriage, it is true that it's important to always renew ourselves. We talked about this many, many times and to create a spark that would create a certain uh, passion between a husband and a wife. But one needs to understand that a big chilek of marriage and in most of life, what is helpful in marriage is to have a certain steadiness, a certain calmness. So there is a place to spark a passion there's a place for a hischachos. That's why the, the, there's a nida period every two weeks or whatever it is. There's a new hischachos there. Uh, in the marriage, is supposed to be that spark, that fire that you add to it. That is an aspect, and there's a room for that for sure. That type of intensity in those matzavim are healthy. But generally speaking, though, if you are pulled always to have that and say we're not connected unless we feel that is not a healthy thing. Adaraba, sometimes that calmness, that steadiness in marriage helps you deal constructively in a way that promotes understanding and patience and giving you the ability to work through problems. So with real intimacy, you are able to be yourself in the presence of your spouse At the same time, having an awareness of your spouse to remember that you're best friends with each other. A positive familiarity. In other words, it goes hand in hand. There's a healthy passion of the spark, of the renewal. That's not to be rejected. But at the same time, you have to embrace, it's important to embrace, the familiarity. Familiarity is not a negative thing. It's a positive thing. It gives you that opportunity during those times to become best friends, to love each other deeply, to approach 
things in marriage with a certain connectingness. A true intimacy offers to both a husband and a wife a certain comfort and warmth and very deep affection within the familiarity. It, it develops gently and gradually over time. So in other words, there are two aspects of growing between a husband and a wife. Yes, you sometimes have that passion and that spark that's important to connect that way. But most of the time, it is healthy to, even if you don't have that passion, but it is a familiarity and you develop slowly con- connecting gently, gradually over time. And that strengthens the union of the marriage in a tremendous, beautiful way. If you are addicted to intensity, it's connected a lot to the ego. It's about longing of having something, which is separate than really connecting with your husband or your wife. It's, it's sometimes you're holding to your opinions and reactions, and you, you, you feel that this is the best way to feel alive, so to speak. And you feel that if there's greater and greater intensity, you'll feel a greater connection. In reality, a lot of times it's connected to the ego. And it is not always healthy. Therefore, true intimacy, besides those times where you do need to place a spark of passion into it, but in general, in the steadiness of marriage, in the calmness of marriage, in the day-to-day, slowly but surely connecting, in a calm, steady, gentle way, you learn that the more you know and you're comfortable with yourself that way, you don't operate from an ego and you become available to your husband or wife. You become more one with them. And that is the true, true blessing of marriage. This is marriage is when you grow the way Hashem wants you to become, each one of you individually and collectively as a couple. It nurtures you. It develops your true self. It honors you with that development. That's the highest connection in a home where Hashem put into Shalom Bayis. And he wants every couple, every husband and wife to cultivate that oneness. And that is important. When you feel certain intensities, try to think through and see that it's not coming from an ego, from the I which distances feelings of connection. And the best thing is, and she gives us eights, and it's so, so true, is you bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu into the picture. You remember and you remind yourself that whatever is happening is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and His intention is for good. Hashem is always there for you. Enoid Mulvadoi. That's number one. Once you have that recognition, then realize Hashem put you with your life partner, your husband or your wife, that Hashem truly wants that they should be your best friend, your beloved, even if you're not experiencing them that way right now. In other words, even if that feeling right now, you don't feel it yet, or you feel a certain distance, but if you remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the picture, and He wants you to be close, He wants you to be best friends, he wants you to love each other, and you focus on healthy, good words, such as ahava, love, towards your wife or your husband, simcha, to be joyous with them, to find things to be joyful about, shalom, to be feel peace and to promote peace between the two of you, 
emuna to both of you have faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and have faith in your life together and have faith in whatever Hashem puts before you is is all for good and rachamim to have mercy so that Hashem should have mercy on you that you should have compassion towards each other and Kedusha, a holiness a special holiness of being an elevated deed and in the physical, intimate life as well, to have holiness, which is not a contradiction to extreme joy and even pleasure and even physical pleasure, as long as your mind is on Akaras Atoiv and on one another and having Akadosh Baruch in mind as you're, the, as you're showing that Akaras Atoiv and grace and gentleness and softness and kindness and hope and generosity and integrity and respect and truth, and tenderness, and compassion, and patience, and care, all these adjectives we just described right now in the last two minutes. You think about these adjectives. You use that in your vocabulary. You focus on those words. You use those words to uplift you, to uplift your husband, to uplift your wife, to uplift your marriage, and your home atmosphere. And that is how you enter into that or re-enter into that sacred circle of true intimacy that HaKadosh Baruch Hu designed. So again, the, the, the Nakuda of this lesson is that sometimes there's an intensity between a husband and wife, either on the physical, emotional end of it, in a positive sense, or because of crises, they get cl- close together in an intense way. That's not what real intimacy is about. And that although there is a, an important part of marriage to indeed be machadish yourself, like we spoke about in many shiurim, you do put a spark in passion and there's a place for it. And you work to cultivate that in a, health, in a healthy way. But do not reject, but even embrace the other aspect of marriage, which is the familiarity and of slowly and gradually connecting in a calm, safe way, in deeply connecting with your husband and with your wife. Another Nakuda that she talks about that's very interesting is the way you, lose, you, you use your language in, 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 in the way you um, interact with your husband or your wife. Um, so it's, in other words, when we say about caring, for example, you care for your husband and wife. You're not taking care of your husband or wife. There's a very big difference between using those two sets of words. And it's not just words, it's, it's an attitude behind it. And there are many demands on both a husband and wife in the daily business of life. And the relationship needs to be nurtured through all those demands of daily life. And when, let's say, your husband or wife is under a pressure at any given moment, you can join him and her and you support them and you love them, you check in. You show you're interested in what's going on from a place of caring about your husband or wife's reality. And, and you can do whatever you can do. It's not just being empathetic. If you could actually roll up your sleeves and do something, you do something. That is caring for your husband or wife. Then there is something called taking care of your spouse to to what she needs in the moment or what he needs the moment. And the taking care of implies that I'm doing a job. I'm doing the job. I'm taking care of them. 
But what's missing here is an element of the intimacy and connection of the relationship. When you're saying you're taking care of your spouse, that doing the job is about you. Your spouse, your husband or wife, is the object of your efforts. So you feel good about yourself because you're taking care of them. That sometimes it boils down to that. Now, of course, if that's the way you, you help, but that's not really the key. The key is, is caring itself. Not that I'm taking care of my husband or wife, but I'm caring for them, meaning I'm caring for them for them, not because it's a job, but because it's a relationship of wanting to give to your husband or wife and wanting to give to Hashem as well. One of the biggest ideas in marriage is to recognize and to realize that it incorporates in every Torah marriage a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So when you, and I'm going to repeat one line here twice, listen carefully. When you are caring about and giving to your spouse, you're simultaneously caring about and giving to Hashem. Again, when you are caring about and giving to your spouse, you're simultaneously caring about and giving to Hashem. Because then it's an expression, every time you do an act of chesed and compassion towards your husband and your wife, it's an expression of a desire to be connected to both your husband and wife and to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's a deep, meaningful dimension when you cultivate that. And it creates a tremendous bond between you and your husband, you and your wife. And it creates together a strong bond between you and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you as an individual, and you as a couple to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So to explain this a little more is when you, how you feel differently when you're on the receiving end of the help and someone is giving you that help, when you sense that they're only giving you that help because they feel it's an obligation, then you don't feel that good about it. While if you sense that they're giving it to you because they genuinely care about your well-being, then you feel good about it. A lot of people don't want that first kind of help. If they sense that the reason why you're, quote-unquote, taking care of your husband or wife is because it's a job for you, they, they don't like it. They don't want to feel like they're a burden to, or a bother to someone else. But everyone does want to be cared about. So again, it's caring versus taking care of. When you do it, you do it not because it's a job, but because you want to care for the one you are giving to. And when they sense that, and they feel that it's a true care there, then it's, it's an unbelievable feeling. Another aside in marriage that's extremely important is balancing your needs and the needs of your marriage. It's a big chesed to take care of yourself also. So you can handle your responsibilities and you can't ignore your own needs. Otherwise you'll build up resentment which ends up backfiring. You can't become a doormat and you can't become totally, we spoke about this in the, in the past, that although the aside of the Mechta Melio is true, that Nesina giving is the, is the core of marriage, and Rav Shach, in the Kuntras Vyadata that we did at the end, one of the things is, yes, to be mevater, to overlook and to make concessions. So that is extremely important. But there's nothing, um, but, the, but the truth is, 
is especially in our madrega, we cannot deny that some very often we need to meet our needs, but we have the ability to to meet our own needs, but also put the marriage first. Which means that you think every time you make a decision, you could think of what's best for you, but you think also what's the best for your life together with your spouse. Because you're here both to serve Hashem. And you both have responsibilities to Hashem and to yourself and to each other and to your children and to your parents and to anyone else who's relying on you, work, extended family, community, and so on. Your marriage is a base from which you both operate and the foundation for which rests all other responsibilities. So very often, when we sometimes forget about Hashem, we forget about our husband and wife as well. We get When we feel disconnected from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then we feel disconnected from our marriage as well. So therefore, it's very important to stay connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and work on that and staying connected to your husband and wife. So when you keep Hashem and your husband and wife in your mind and in your heart as you go through your day, that strengthens you and that helps you stay on course. It helps you maintain your marriage and it's not hard people think it's hard but it's not hard why is it not hard because every day you're it's filled with full many decisions you make even a calm day there's a many decisions you make big decisions small decisions and every decision is an opportunity to remember your spouse and ask yourself can i make a choice now that could contribute to our life together that it could be a loving relationship with her or with him kind nourishing or helpful and you ask that question now sometimes this particular task is not negating that but very often these things you do during the course of the day the little gestures accumulate over time and create a kesher between you and your husband and you and your wife which is very beloved HaKadosh Baruch Hu. we have to remember in Kabbalah and the Sefer Yosha I think Rabbi Tam talks about it in Kabbalah, they use the word katnus, which is a small-mindedness, and a godless, which is a larger-mindedness. And very often, sometimes, we are in that small-minded plane, and we have to learn how to move forward from that and to get the godless, to the real priorities in life, to connect to the third reality. It's not just about me or not just about my husband or wife. It's our union together in the eyes of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that wants it to work. So by giving beyond, you're moving from katnas to godless. You're growing beruchnias in the direction where HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you to go. It's not mesiris nefesh. You're not sacrificing everything. You are taking care of your needs, but you're taking care of your needs in relationship to the needs of your spouse and what HaKadosh Baruch Hu created you to be. You emulate the ways of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem wants to give pleasure to His creations. So you want to give pleasure to your husband or wife. Hashem wants to give you satisfaction. So you give satisfaction to your husband and life. So living in alignment with the Torah and the Torah values and to experience love in a way that is unequal in any other setting other than marriage. And that is the schar you get from everyday married life if you approach it from that perspective. You will see, if you do this, that your needs and the needs of your marriage don't conflict. 
if you move the ego out of it, you acknowledge your honest, straight, normal, healthy needs that you need. And very you should know, even in the Chayvah Salvavis, when it talks about precious, but there is an acknowledgement that the things that you truly need, you should not deny yourself and be honest about what you need. So the desire to take care of yourself and simultaneously to give to your spouse, that will be mechazik your relationship and will strengthen every small act of chesed and care that you do. Every act becomes a source of pleasure to you, not a burden, not an obligation. You grow from doing this. You grow from the giving. You don't get diminished from the giving. So that's also that's very, very important. So to reiterate the three main concepts that we talked about in this year, number one was the intensity versus the intimacy, to know the difference, that while you, it's important to put a spark and passion in the marriage, uh, you know, even every day to a certain extent, but in a healthy way, but we also have to honor and feel the importance of a familiarity and a steadiness and grow in an intimate way, that way, to be comfortable with one another and joining in a gradual, sensitive way of really connecting with your life partner, who Hashem wants to be your best friend and your beloved. We talked about taking care of, which is a burden or a responsibility or job versus caring be'etzem. And when you give to your husband or wife, you want to give and to remember, to always remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because if you forget HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you forget your spouse in the process. And you're all partners and Hashem wants you to give nachas ruach to one another and balancing your needs and the needs of your marriage. To have your needs, but when you think it in the context of your marriage as a whole, then it's a beautiful thing and you're, you grow as a pros- in the process and your marriage it thrives in that process. Bracha and